Hello, Sagittarius. Welcome to Cancer season. I'm looking at your chart and just wanting to send you flowers. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, Sagittarius is out there, need some flowers, um, a little box of chocolates in the mail, a little I'm thinking about you note. The first question that is emerging for me as I'm feeling into your chart is what does intimacy mean to you and what could it mean? The energies coming in in cancer season are energies that are asking for a lot of change. They are asking to update and turn the page on some significant chapters. They're asking for new kinds of confidence and courage. And in order for us, in order for you to feel into that kind of confidence, it feels like there needs to be a place to land and a sense of softness or an invitation to some soft landings, a feeling that confidence doesn't just have to be a hard, outer, external kind of um, gesture, but that true confidence is the willingness to be vulnerable. It's the willingness to be in process and messy and unsure. It's the comfort and acceptance with your own and others' trauma and a kind of steadiness in the face of uh, what trauma can produce, which of course is more trauma sometimes. Um, I took a class a few months ago and the, one of the facilitators of the class, Alnur Lada, uh, said something that stayed with me for a long time. And I'll probably misquote him right now, but the essence of it was, what if we viewed trauma uh, as, as of yet unrealized power and potential? And I think that this really struck me because uh, so much of the cultural conversation around trauma um, is just so trauma traumatic. You know, it's hard and uh, life is hard and we are living at a time when there's so much breakdown, so much tragedy, so much senseless, unnecessary trauma that continues to perpetuate and exist because of so much senseless and unnecessary trauma. And it can really feel like a vortex sometimes. And I know in my own life and communities that I experience trauma transforming and that in the space of transformation, there is an incredible power. And this is not the power that is ignorant or bypasses or erases what is hard. The power that we gain and can cultivate through our own transformation and willingness to be with what is is the power that includes all of that. It's the knowing of the uh, roots in ourselves, right, that might perpetuate trauma. It's the familiarity with the themes in our lives that have played out a million times in a million ways, and we see it in the world and we're sensitive to it, but we are not controlled by it. And in the face of that kind of power, we can really make a lot of difference, you know? And when you encounter people who have a container for pain and hardship, it's really remarkable to be in their presence, you know, that a, a good listener 
can hold a lot. And in the holding and in the witnessing, sometimes that's all we need uh, in order to transform, in order to kind of process what it is that's um, maybe been in the way so far. Cancer season feels like it's asking for this kind of vibe from you. It feels like there is some significant inner work that you are doing and need to do. And that this is a season that's going to pull you in and it's going to pull you down. And to go down and in is to follow the intelligence of water. The water element pulls us down and in. It brings us into the corporeal, into the felt sense, into the reality of something or the inner shape of something. But the intelligence of water is also transformational intelligence. Water takes so many different shapes. And the uh, movement of water over time can transform mountains. As we move into cancer season, as we cross the threshold of the solstice on June 21st, it feels like there is an initiation, a rite of passage, if you will, that you are being pulled into. And the course of this initiation um, is some kind of deep inner journey. And this journey requires you to feel your feelings and to feel feelings that might pull you into the past. They might bring you to some very vulnerable places. They might require an exposure of your own uh, fragility or tenderness. Um, they might require an exposure of insecurity. They might require you to share more than you are comfortable uh, sharing. And maybe some of that is in language, but I think it's really in energy. And the feeling here is sharing space with somebody, right, as they're going through a hard time. And again, this, this aspect of somebody who can, has a, someone who has a big container for something doesn't necessarily need to fix it or change it, right? They have the inner fortitude to be with what is there. Sometimes we just need to be with someone as we're going through something and let ourselves be seen and witnessed in that. And there's a feeling in your chart that there is that need, but also a need for you to do that with yourself. This is not always easy for Sagittarius. Sagittarius is a fire sign. It's a sign that, you know, <laughs> likes to jump into the big idea. There can be, um, I think, a very particular poignancy or potency uh, to the emotions and sensations of vulnerability and fragility and tenderness that especially Sagittarius can go through. Um, as a fellow fire sign person, my own word for my experiences, uh, sometimes with this kind of vibe, is wretched. <laughs> like when I'm just like, oh, I feel so wretched, you know, and I'm really in touch with like the parts of my inner child or inner children, inner kindergarten uh, cohort, whatever, you know, that are just screaming and crying and they got stuff all over their faces. <laughs> it's like they need help. They need tending. They need holding. They need some kind of stability. And allowing myself to be seen in that place feels fucking wretched to me. I'm not putting that on you. If you resonate with it though, take it. And what I want to invite you towards is a tenderness from the parts of you that can hold, the parts of you that have a container, um, towards these other parts that really need that witnessing. And it may be that there are people in your life 
that need this from you right now. It may be that you need this from people in your life. And so communication is key. In the first week of cancer season from the solstice until the first quarter, um, around the 27th, 26th, 27th of June, um, communication is really highlighted for you. Over the course of the last several weeks in Gemini season, there was a need for you to uh, learn new language in some ways, articulate yourself in new ways to people in your life. You are changing. You're in a constant process of evolution and growth. And in this space of change and transformation, you're learning about yourself and you're learning about what you require and what is required in your important relationships, in your one-on-one spaces. And as we move into cancer season, there's still this feeling of you are putting language to some of your experiences. And this might be a time when you... um, need to take some risks. And the risk here is to be confident in your tenderness, to be courageous in your imperfection, not to hold yourself back because you're messy, but to be self-aware in that mess so that you can have a sense of humor about it. You don't need to be deflective or defensive. You don't need to run and hide. Um, You don't need to explain it away. You do need people and connections in your life that are not trying to change you, right, can be there and hold it with you. And in that space, you are developing some new language. You're developing language around what it means to be intimate with you. What does trust feel like and look like? As we uh, move out of June and into July, this need takes on kind of an additional emphasis. Now, many of you are doing some things right now that feel new and different, that involve you putting yourself out in the world, in spaces of leadership or in your occupations, um, that involve you kind of reformulating your personal philosophies and trajectories. You're changing visibly, and some of you might be changing very much in public, and This kind of shift for you, this kind of uh, effort that you're undertaking right now inherently is full of vulnerability. It's full of risk. And especially for those of you who are um, really taking a stand for something, and I think a lot of you are, you are willing to use your body and your voice. You are uh, stepping out in some way, proclaiming your truth. You are working, laboring, you know, day to day to forge space for what you believe in and what you want to bring into existence. This is inherently vulnerable. It puts you in a place where others can critique you. It uh, kind of exposes you in some ways, I think, to, you know, whatever you might perceive or, or could be very real, you know, as your own um, lack. And I don't mean that actually in a negative sense. I mean that in a very human sense. You can't be everything for everybody. Um, and certainly it would not behoove any of us to try. And when we're putting ourselves out there, you know, can, it can be really tender uh, to just be exposed in whatever our desires are. And it feels like this is a period of time for you in which there is both a simultaneous exposure 
and a need to withdraw and retreat and find your own inner sanctum and security and safe or safer spaces um, in the emotional realm. This is a period of time that is also calling you to address any points of trauma that might be resonating with whatever is coming up right now. And certainly any memories or past experiences where your exposure and your risk were not met with the kind of care or tenderness that you needed at that time. Naturally, there would be support for you to reflect on those periods of time if they're coming up now and to integrate any lessons from those periods and also to feel how you have changed and organized or reorganized because of them, around them, uh, in indifference or response. I particularly want to invite you to think back eight years to 2015, June through August, That was the last time we had a Venus retrograde in the sign Leo. And Venus will be stationing retrograde at the uh, first day of Leo season, so right after we finish Cancer season. But throughout Cancer season, Venus is in what's called its retro shade, the shadow of its retrograde. It is passing over the area of sky that it will retrograde back onto. And during this time, there are some really significant aspects occurring between Mars and Venus and Leo uh, with some of the outer planets. And the invitation to think back to 2015 uh, specifically would involve you uh, following some kind of call, being someone who is seeking to identify your path, your purpose, your personal philosophies, This might be a time also that resonates with learning or teaching, with you uh, either receiving some kind of guidance that pulls you in a particular direction, or, and, or you listening to your inner guidance. As you reflect back, uh, think about what you did or did not listen to when the call came. Think about what you experienced with your mentors, your teachers, and your guides. What did you experience in yourself as a person who guides or who leads or who seeks? Now, eight years later, what do you know about your own guidance? What have you learned about the place of ego in your guidance? There's a healthy ego and an unhealthy ego. And you are working right now, I feel, to cultivate the healthy ego. And the healthy ego doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be everything to everyone. It does not need to have all the answers. It's okay with making a mess. The healthy ego can have self-love and courage and confidence without being arrogant or self-aggrandizing or bombastic, without needing to know the truth, capital T, truth, for everyone or everything. This is a big piece of your work as a Sagittarian in this life. Your sign as an archetype uh, needs to seek and locate and express and articulate truth. And part of your learning in this life is that there are many, many truths. And your truth might resonate for others, but your truth will also change. It will be imperfect. It will be incomplete. So how do you invest in the multitudinousness of truth and choice? How do you feel into the clarity of your own inner guidance 
in ways that also are soft and relational and have a sense of humor and playfulness in them. So this transition point between June and July is a very potent transition in your chart. It feels like a period of time to make sacrifice and offerings at your altar. Maybe you have an altar that you work with. Maybe you want to use this as a metaphor. Um, but you might think about you know, really offering the parts of your being that are ready to be uh, surrendered or sacrificed. And the word sacrifice, of course, comes from the root word, uh, which is the same root as sacred, sacredness. To make sacred is also to offer it to the spirit, to offer it uh, to the unknown, to the mystery, to sanctify it in that way. How can you offer your efforts right now, your ideas about who you are and who you're becoming and uh, all the labor that you're putting into forming and formulating where you're going next and what it is that you're building? You are not here alone. You are here in the company, not just of other human beings, but uh, uh, enormity of uh, non-human and more than human connections, the living realm of the uh, earth that you inhabit, right, also inhabits you. Your body literally contains multitudes, all these different bacterial life forms that form your gut, the mitochondria of your cells, the whispers and the messages of your ancestors and your guides that move through you. How can you offer into the unknown and take some pressure off of yourself is the question that I have for you around um, this transition point. July 3rd is a full moon in the sign Capricorn. And as we move towards that full moon, there is a kind of increased pressure, it feels like, on you. And this pressure is to uh, have something, to own something, to be self-possessed, to have the resources that you need. There may be um, considerations around this time about resourcing. Do you have enough? money, time, attention, other kinds of resources, life energy, vitality, interest, enthusiasm, etc. If you are feeling this quality of do I have enough, which we might also say uh, can be an edge with, you know, scarcity or isolation feelings, how many of us struggle, you know, in, in an era that has been so deeply defined by toxic individualism and capitalism, how many of us struggle with the feeling that we don't have enough and we aren't enough. So this is a full moon that might highlight some of those sensations for some of you. And it feels really important that at this time you are connecting with all that you have innately and all that you contain and all that you carry and that you are also really working with these themes of you don't have to be everything for everybody. And what you have innately and who you are intrinsically is inherently valuable. And there's a need for you right now to hone in on what it is about you, your passion, your interests, your curiosity, the skills that you have built literally in your survival and whatever it's taken you to navigate your life up until now, all of that is valuable. You don't have to look like that other person over there. 
You don't have to make your work or your offering or your uh, love fit into a box that somebody else has designed. This is a full moon that is asking you to be in self-possession, to know who you are and what you have so that it can be offered in joyful ways to your community, to your future, to whatever it is that you're trying to build or wherever it is that you are trying to go and grow. And in this humility and surrender is so important. To be self-possessed is also to be chill about not needing to be everything, right? Like a, a healthy sense of confidence is like you can give yourself a break when you're not, um, you know, scoring straight A's all the time, so to speak. The day before the full moon on July 2nd, we have the first of two embodied astrology workshops for cancer season. Cancer is a sign that is ruled by the moon. And whenever we're working with cancer, it is very helpful to tune in to the moon and its phases. So as we approach the full moon on July 3rd, we are going to be graced with the guidance and container holder uh, holding of um, a dear EA member, Bridget Hickey. Bridget is such a talented and insightful and inspiring guide into these realms of the subtle unknown. This workshop entitled Architectures of Protection brings us into the Cancer Capricorn axis and is going to help us organize inside the container of our invisible intimacies where we are connected to our guides, our guardians, our ancestors, our helping spirits, to the elemental beings, to the earth beings, to the uh, life forms that are more than human, so that we can feel uh, the vitality of those connections sustaining us through our work in the human realms, helping us to know our own uh, needs and the narratives that we have worked with and how they are either supporting us or ready to change. All the EA workshops are curated for the time that they are offered. So I'm going to say that this is a perfect workshop for you at this time. And I really hope that if it resonates for you, you can come. This is a full moon that is asking you to get practical about the application of your essence and energy. You are moving towards something. I don't know what it is for you uh, specifically. There are 12 signs, 8 billion people. You got to make the meaning that's meaningful for you. But Sagittarius identified people right now are really working towards a new vision. And I want to say that this vision is deeply supported in very practical ways, in ways that are going to help you locate your resources, help you build your resilience, help you sustain the thing, whatever it is, so that it can grow and manifest in the world. You are so supported by the invisible intimacies right now. And you are deeply sensitive to those spaces as well. You're really sensitive to energy in cancer season. You are sensitive to inference and your intuition and what is implied but not direct. So this kind of work of connecting with the subtle realms is incredibly important and deeply, deeply supportive for you around this full moon. And the week leading up to and the week following uh, the full moon um, are very powerful in these ways. 
Many of you will find that this is a period of time in which your intuition is heightened and uh, intimacy issues are underscored and underlined. And this piece around trust and vulnerability is huge right now. And you are working to restructure the uh, inner orientation you have to stability and your own sense of belonging and the way that you can uh, both create and provide comfort for yourself and work in your relationships through your communication uh, to cultivate a kind of shared comfort or, or stability or understanding that allows your relationships to flourish and thrive. As we move into middle of July, um, from about the 11th of July forward, there is a distinct shift in energy that feels uh, really invigorating and exciting in your chart. And through your horoscope so far, I've been talking about you're building something, you're considering some kind of leadership, you're trying to bring something together that is coherent in some way, and it feels like there is some essence of a public offering that you are navigating towards. Now, a public offering could be to a public of like one, you know, it doesn't have to be enormous, um, but there is the feeling that you are bringing something into the world and beginning in, in early mid-July, you have a lot of energy for this. You have force, you have power, you have clarity of intent and direction. Your communication is incredibly important at this time, and we need to feel your confidence and courage. Now, the root word of courage, cœur, uh, is the word for the heart. So to be courageous is not to be up in our heads, right? Arrogant, assuming, entitled, uh, you know, thrusting forward with like whatever. True confidence and true courage, again, is a sense of self-possession. It is a clarity and knowing of the essence that moves through us in the most central ways. Your spirit, the quality of your love, is deeper than any job title. It is more limitless than uh, any project you're ever going to complete. It means more than any of the trappings of identity that you assume and cultivate and uh, formulate in the world. There is something right now about you bringing your authentic essence into the world, communicating from a space of heartfulness. I want to be um, particularly encouraging for you right now to really tune in with your heart. And I mean that on a somatic level, on an embodied level. Feel into your chest space. Feel into the way that you um, experience the sensations of love and care. F imagine what it feels like in your body, the moments that you have felt it, maybe with family or friends or your relationship with spirit, imagine what it feels like to be totally accepted and in that space of total acceptance to feel really free and to express yourself in ways that are not trying to prove anything, but are very uh, confident, right, with who you are. There's a kind of uh, spontaneity and playfulness in that energy. That's what's trying to come through right now. This is a process, 
Okay, so if in July you're like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I don't know how to get to that place or it feels really hard to stabilize myself in it, I want to say that over the next several months until October, you are in a process of cultivating this for yourself, this kind of energy. And so as we move into the second half of July, there are some kinds of demands on you or there's an inner energy uh, exuding through you that is pushing you towards more visibility or more uh, definitiveness in some kind of path forward in this kind of directionality. You are putting yourself out there. You are setting your course. You are uh, focusing your aim. And you might be um, filled <laughs> with a kind of fiery force around this time, especially as we get to the new moon on July 17th, you might be filled with a kind of force uh, that, that just, it's almost non-volitional. It moves through you. It's compelling. It's intuitive. It's uh, deep in your inner body. The work that you do up until now, and certainly um, again from July or, or really from the beginning of cancer season until the beginning of October, the work that you do to work, to um, discern around urgency is really important. And there's a difference between urgency and enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, I'm really into the etymology in your horoscope today. The, the root word of enthusiasm, right? Antheos is to be with God to be with the divine spirit, to, to have a kind of magnetic eminence, right? That moves through your body and enthusiasm is infectious. It's contagious. And you have a lot of enthusiasm in your chart right now, but it is not always accessible. And some of you will feel urgency and, and you might mistake it for enthusiasm. And so I want to be um, specific about this because it's important that you know that you can take your time. It's important that you know that whatever it is that you're trying to bring in and call forth does not need to happen immediately, that you have um, several months, if not several years, depending on your projects or whatever it is that you know is going on for you. You don't need to be in a rush. You do need to be working consistently with devotion and commitment and dedication to whatever it is that you're doing, but you need to be working in ways that are relational and that allow for uh, the time needed for back and forth, for feedback, for listening, for reflection, for process. You need to be working in ways that help you cultivate your own sense of humility. So again, you don't need to be everything for everybody. Whatever it is that you're trying to do right now, it is not meant to be perfect at the moment. That's so important. You are in a process. The process is creative. The process is messy. The process is emergent. When you give yourself to those qualities with a sense of humor and enthusiasm and, and adventure even, then you really get uh, the gifts of them. If you try and force forwards with your ideas, especially around this time, uh, it's not leading you in the right direction. 
So if you feel a readiness for something, let it be a soft opening, right? Like you don't need to charge out of the gates. You can stroll out of them. You can get a sense of the landscape. You can go back behind them for a second, make sure you're wearing the right outfit. You call the people on the other side of the gates. Are y'all ready? I'm coming. Right, get your, get your plans organized. Again, this quality of feedback is so important for you right now. You are in a process. You need, uh, you need relationship in this process. That's actually what's going to make it what it's meant to be. The new moon on July 17th is a very powerful new moon in the collective sphere. This is a period of time on earth when I think that we will definitely feel a lot of momentum for change. And in the momentum for change, there is um, a fair amount of conflict, right? Nobody needs astrology to tell them this. All you got to do is pay attention to the news, right? People are um, really in some heat, there is a lot of momentum for progressive change. There is a lot of pull uh, towards the past. There are varied interests and attachments that are um, <laughs> different, right? People are very uh, interested and attached to very different things. And there's certainly a large amount of conflict in the world. That said, these times of increased conflict clarify our allegiances, they help us know uh, where we are oriented, what side of the aisle that we're on, so to speak. In the personal orientation that we might feel around, okay, these are my values, this is what I'm working towards, there can be a heightened sense of othering. Well, those people over there are opposed to my values. They are against what I'm working towards. It's important that we are aware of the energetic qualities of othering right now and how that in and of itself can produce and reproduce extremist antagonism and a kind of conflicting force. Which is not to say that we need to be in agreement. It is to say that there is a lot of need for working it out, for conflict resolution and mediation. And in order to resolve and mediate, one of the fundamental things that we need is to hear each other. Listening skills are not skills that have been um, cultivated so carefully in current society. A lot of people talking, not a lot of people modeling how to listen well. In your chart, there is so much emphasis and energy on you knowing who you are right now and bringing what it is that you have to bring. There's so much emphasis on your authentic expression, on your guidance, your leadership, and your vision. In order for you to bring that as potently, as skillfully as you can, listening is of paramount importance. When you are listening, Notice what is elicited when you are perceiving how are you activated. When do you get thrust into a feeling of me versus them? 
When does your ego feel like it needs to solidify and fight? When do you go into a place of isolation or othering or a, a kind of group mentality? Be curious about what that energy does for you and for your cause, whatever your cause is. My sense is that in your chart right now, uh, you are looking for creative ways to draw people in. You are looking to um, create bridges across perceived differences by offering yourself with courage and heartfulness. When you get fired up, because you will, because <laughs> you're a Sagittarius, you're getting fired up all the time. But when you get fired up, notice if it metabolizes in your body as a forcefulness that is then aversive, that pushes people away. And spend some time in meditation and contemplation around whether or not that is your true intention. Now, I don't want to make meaning for you. And I think that absolutely Many of us need to be pretty clear and vigilant about certain boundaries. And not everybody needs to be invited into your space all the time. And some people prove that they have no listening capacities. And in that case, it's not worth it to expend the energy to try and get through to them. Again, you don't need to be everything to everybody. But you also don't need to be unnecessarily militant right now. And there's something around your force and your charisma and your fire that you are learning to mediate and refine. And the more that you can work with that in yourself, I'm going to say the more powerful you become. And again, we come into this notion of space holding and container building. When people are othering one another, they shut off parts of themselves, right? You see this in religious wars all the time. It's like, my God is the right God. And then they're stuck in a world where there's only one God. Meanwhile, we could be praising everything. Meanwhile, we could be feeling spirit everywhere, right? What an exalted kind of essence. The feeling that I have in your chart is that you want to create this kind of space inside of yourself. So much personal power that you are not afraid of the individuals who come at you, you know, with their fists and knives ready. It's like, you don't need to, um, you don't need to back down. Your spirit is so big right now. It's like you want to alchemize that energy. You want to take it and transmute it. It's like Aikido. How do you take somebody's force and move it in such a way that it does not harm you? You dispel their ferocity and you still are guiding something. Maybe in here all of that means something to you. <laughs> On July 17th, we have our second lunation. This is the new moon in Cancer. Uh, I mentioned that before. This is a powerful, powerful emotional time. I really want to encourage you to be doing this inner kind of uh, alchemy. The day before the new moon, uh, our second Cancer Season Workshop with Jules Eskinka is called Love Letters, Latinx Love Letters to the Moon. Uh, Jules will be introducing us to the Mayan goddess of fertility, uh, a very powerful deity to be connecting with at this Cancer New Moon. Ixchel 
is the guardian of, of life and also illness and death. And uh, we are brought into some of the resonance with jaguar medicine and transformation and a kind of portal or threshold energy. This is 100% what is happening in your chart right now. This is definitely a time for you to tune in with those cosmic guides and big archetypal forces that can help you feel into your power, feel into your force, and feel into the capacity that you have to traverse the underworld, to weave together the uh, threads of trauma and healing, right? The personal power that you are realizing through your alchemical potential. If you can't make any of the EA events live, you can always get the recording. All of our offerings are available by sliding scale. And over the course of every season on Mondays from 8 to 9.30, I also offer a drop-in by donation space called the Somatic Space, where we work with the upcoming week's astrology through our bodies, through meditation, guided visualization, and somatic practices that help us orient towards the healing and empowering potentials of the moment. Your work right now, Sagittarius, is mythic in its proportions, and it is alchemical in its essence. I mentioned a while ago, you want to be coming to the altar in your practice right now, and I feel that in so many ways for you. You are working to cultivate something that will take a place on earth, and all manifestation is filled with spirit. Attune to that spirit and work in collaboration and concert with it, and you will be supported. The last few days of cancer season, as we move into Leo season, just continue to emphasize what I've spoken about so far and really underscore this need for you to be in the process of something, to be practicing courage and confidence with humility and self-acceptance and self-love. And so the last uh, little EA plug that I'm going to give is that coming up in Leo season, starting on... Um, the first day or the day after, I think on the 23rd, we have a four-part series with Gabs Tosi, who is a photographer and a storyteller and an astrologer who will be helping us tune into really important points in our charts that are called the cardinal angles. This is the horizontal axis in the chart, the rising and setting of light, as well as the vertical axis in the chart, the uh, midheaven and the, uh, the nadir, the belly button or the root of the chart. These points are just as important as planets and have a lot to do with how we know ourselves and how we put ourselves out in the world. And Gabs will be inviting us into an exploration through self-portraiture and photography. And Sagittarius, I don't know what is coming up for you, but I think that some of you might have a need for new pictures <laughs> and, and new self-portraits. Um, some of you are planning some kind of significant reveal. And again, I don't know what it is, but if you need a photo, come to this series. And if you don't need a photo, but you feel like getting to know yourself in these ways uh, would be helpful, and I certainly feel like it would be very helpful for a lot of the themes I've spoken to, especially in terms of courage, confidence, and humility and playfulness, uh, this workshop would be a great one for you. You can find more information on all of the Embodied Astrology offerings at embodiedastrology.com. Sagittarius, I'm wishing you all the best in Cancer season and beyond.
Sending you lots of love. Bye for now. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on, and our podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. In our memberships, we also offer a variety of transformational, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, weekly Embodied Astrology movement and meditation classes, a monthly conversation and tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and follow us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.